Hello, everybody, and welcome to Self Pity Hash Podcast, where we're super brilliant and have very good ideas, but nobody seems to understand and wants to put into the effort to understand. <laughs> and we have the Apex, the prime man of self pity, with us here, Paul Storks. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Happy to be here. Well, Paul, Paul was on, on a Twitter space talking about drive chain with random people, I, I imagine. And he left that and came here. He could yeah, be there. At, yeah. And you offended like that. Yeah, this is, uh, it's, this is that, this is that big of an outfit. I know that <laughs> this is what I need. If I can just, you know, get your viewers on board. That's going to be <laughs> what makes the difference. Well, it's, it's very satisfying to know for sure that here nobody for sure doesn't understand and doesn't care uh so that alleviates a lot of pressure right you can just give up here for this current hour and talk <laughs> about other things this is as high as the stakes can <laughs> yes <laughs> so phf you uh uh invited uh paul yeah i want i want to know what race he played on uh on starcraft yeah. Uh, no, I did. Uh, you know, I did Zerg because you know I was all about the Zerg rush because I was like cheesing it up. But I didn't really get that much into StarCraft. I was more into Warcraft, Warcraft Two, Warcraft Three. But yeah, I played Zerg. So, so let me ask you the important question um, <laughs> that I try to ask everybody: uh, What, what did you what did you think about the the aesthetic direction uh, Blizzard went uh, with uh, with Warcraft Three? I think this is an excellent question because it, there are many parallels between Warcraft 3 Reforged, uh, Star Wars Episode 1, and potentially the future of Bitcoin, which is that you have a situation where people are very complacent and overconfident, and they think, how could this go wrong? You know, it's funny you ask that about that because I, I th I'm pretty sure that, you know, once I was trying to make the Thunder, the post for Thunder, my blog post about scaling with sidechains. And what I wanted to do, I remembered from my childhood, the, the, when you selected a server, when you joined Battle.net on Warcraft 3, and I was like, that's what I want. And you can still find this to this day if you go to the post. I ended up getting it, but I wanted this screenshot. So I thought, I'll just open Warcraft 3, and I know where that menu is, and I'll just take a screenshot on my own desktop computer because even many years later, I still kept it installed because it was such a great game. Warcraft 3, The Frozen Throne. And so I tried to open it and it and then as you can you can guess what happened. It immediately tried to upgrade everything to reforge it downloaded like 78 gigabytes worth of nonsense. The original game is 700 megabytes, I think, of Warcraft 3. So uh -huh. It's like a very tight game. And uh, so you use it the same computer for 10 years or what? Well, I just kind of kept moving the hard drive over. You, you can migrate. I, I still have like an installation of StarCraft, of the old StarCraft on my computer. I got like three of them redundant somewhere. Wow. Uh, so yeah, they really ruined it, of course. I mean, it's like, it's it's unbelievable how many things have been. One thing that was ruined was that the original game took into account like network disconnections where you could like, someone would disconnect and it would like pause the game while they reconnected. Uh -huh. But the the new one apparently just immediately, you immediately lose the game if you have like five seconds of lag or something. Really? Is that yeah. in Warcraft 3? Because that's, that's, that's not happened. an issue in StarCraft. 
it actually happened in like a tournament. People were playing Warcraft Three Reforged like in like a stadium. It happened like it's happened multiple times. <laughs> Jesus that's, Christ, that's brilliant. Something that would not have affected the old. So what it speaks to is that you have Starcraft, creative people. Starcraft is much worse. They Plus, have a they have their heart and soul in the game, and they work really hard to make it a success because they and they have control and res- ownership, control, responsibility, power. They all go together. Take responsibility for the game being good. Uh, because they they uh, they they feel like they it's they have a vision. They have like an, a creative vision. And it's funny you mentioned the art because the art is it's absolutely crucial. And I, I when I just was experimenting with it for fun, you know, trying to write this blog post about blockchain scalability. Um, and I was like, what the hell is reforged? I was like, what the, why is it downloading so much? Because it used to be an update. It used to just be like whatever on like an old connection. It downloads like a billion things. So the, the stuff is terrible because the people who made the old art in Warcraft 3, the units all look very different from each other. So it doesn't, it's not really like, anat- an, like it doesn't have like a correct anatomy or, or scale. But like, for example, the orc raiders... They have like a huge, absurdly huge sword, and they just uh-huh. they just look different than like the uh, you know the far seer. Even though they superficially are an orc on a horse, they look different. Like everything, they all look different. Like the the footmen have a huge shield. In the real world, no one would have a shield. But the point is, you have to be able to see what's happening from high above in order to play the game. So they really went all in for that. And then in the newer versions of the game, they ruined all that. They thought that what people wanted was like something that looked realistic. But really, it's like chess where the the knight doesn't really look like a horse. It just has to look iconic. It just has to look different so that your eye can tell the information. It's not supposed to literally look like a bishop, you know? It's it's interesting you 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 went this way because I, I was actually referring to the original shift. Uh, oh from Warcraft two to Warcraft three? Yeah. Oh that's a that's a huge improvement, of course. Well, I mean, what do you Is think? It? Do you have some kind of no, problem looks, with that? Yeah, it, it looks fucking terrible. You think I like, like Warcraft Three? You can like easily move the camera around. There's like beautiful like translucent colors and things. Yes, and it looks and it look the art style is very cartoony. Like there is a, there is a, a there, there is a pra- so. yeah there's a practical element to it. Um, yeah. uh, and it's it's early 3D, so you you need you yes. needed all those things. Uh, but they continued with it. They continued with it with World of Warcraft, and they then started to implement it also in StarCraft Two. They got a lot of pushback. They made it a little bit grittier, but I still have fundamentally the same. It, it still looks like plastic, tw- plastic toy soldiers. Yeah, and... uh, I mean, but don't you don't do any, you don't care at all about like the, like all the shadow, like all the the 3D stuff was. I, I thought it was just like the buildings I liked a lot more with like the like the I tiling the, was good. I I think 3D is ultimately. Um, I don't even think there is added value of 3D. Yeah, but it's not like the game because the sprites, because the 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 two D with the sprites and the the actual because what they did in, in StarCraft is that they took three D rendered pictures and then made flat two D uh, sprites of them, and they mm-hmm. actually looked kind of good. It's just that the resolution was so damn low that you couldn't actually make out what it was. Because so apparently the vulture was a dude on a bike. I never knew that the vulture was a dude on a bike. Uh, 
apparently there's a dude in the <laughs> inside of the turret. <laughs> anyway, it's yeah. just that it the resolution matter. was low. It doesn't matter. It's, you just need some abstract stuff. And yes, but it looked a lot different... better than than the cartoony uh, uh, stuff they went with uh, with Warcraft. It made I, it I'm really fine. silly. Okay, I mean, so you say cartoony. I'm fine with like... Warcraft 3. Like, I, I think like... Starcraft 2 is very bad. Like, everything is so dark. The units, they all look the same. But Warcraft 3, you exactly. can't differentiate between them. So it's, it's not, like the, it's not the chessboard. Bad. It's like you need to just see which unit is, which, who is a mortar team and who is a, a knight. You just want to see what is what, because it affects the game. You have to have your, you have your people shooting at them. I mean, Warcraft 3 is a game that has like wizards and magic and orcs. And so the idea that it being cartoony is not really like, is that really lame? I mean, it's like a fantasy game. It's not like, it's yeah, not like Gears start... of War or something. Yes, you know? but the, the, I mean, there, there, there always was this tongue-in-cheek element, even in Warcraft One and Warcraft Two. It's just the visual art style of it wasn't as, as like the the silly dimensions you mentioned with the, like the large shield. And Let's the large change topics. Oh, oh, the the, the large getting jaws. Bored. Like a peon is funny looking. They look dorky. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, they have, so, they say you, funny little phrases when you click on them. They say you, like. You know, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's good. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, he's gonna. We're gonna you, learn you, that he's actually the guy behind that voice. You, you, you tied it into uh, um, Bitcoin development. Yeah. Where you, you said it. What was it? Uh, Complacency you, and overconfidence will destroy us. We'll be Warcraft three reforged. Okay, <laughs> but there, there was also a combination of three factors aligning. That you mentioned, what were, what were those? Can you remember? Didn't I say why was it complacency, overconfidence, just taking taking it for granted that something would be good? No, uh, no, 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 no. Well, then what was I talking about? I think I think in relation to the original Warcraft, where there were the team, it was a combination of power or something. It was oh yeah, com power, power, responsibility, uh, control, and ownership. Those all yes. have to go together. Yes. Okay, but you didn't relate that to Bitcoin yet. Well, it, uh, like uh, Bitcoin development, the developers do not... If the developers pass on CTV or they pass on Bit300 um, and instead they go with uh, Taproot for five years, they don't sink lower on the totem pole relative to other developers. So it's like... Maybe the whole Bitcoin community suffers, but they don't... They don't. Uh, There's nothing to compare. Yeah. Right. So they need to compete compared. or something. They need, they need to have some kind of like vulnerability to replacement, so that they stay focused on the end user's needs. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so you 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 do approach it from like there is an end user need and we need the, the developers need to, uh, uh, I guess, identify and work towards uh, solving the issues of the end users needs, something like that. Cause, cause my approach to Bitcoin is like completely different. I mean, it's, it's a thing. We're still figuring out what thing it is. We're just develop the, make the most obvious continuations in development. And then whatever, whatever use case or uses comes out of it, it's just, it's like, it's not a, a, it's not a, it is, Bitcoin is the solution looking for a problem. And it's not a problem that it is a problem looking for its solution. Uh, the other way around. 
Wow. Well, yeah, I think, I I like think BIP 300 is, is like that. Like BIP 300 opens, opens, creates much more solutions. And uh, these solutions yeah. are looking for problems. I'm, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It was very motivated at the time. It was very motivated uh, as to... Uh, um, as being a solution to a problem, especially with the contention at the time, and uh, Paul as the savior of the, the 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 bringing us the solution to all our problems is that if we only Im implemented drive change, everybody could be happy. Um, yes. Yeah, that was uh, what I what I thought, and sort of still think to some extent is that it was a, a problem, a solution to the problem of people disagreeing over what the blockchain should contain namely the block size war, but also everything else. Was it, was it conceived as a solution to, to that problem or was it well, unfortunately, because of no, hive mind? Because, uh, well, yeah, I, it was kind of like, it's kind of like the creative process was kind of just moving in all directions at that time. So I was interested in prediction markets, of course. Blockstream had already... Um, like they had our sidechain idea was already kind of discussed in like 2013. Uh, I was kind of working on my own thing. I was like, I'll figure out how to bolt this stuff together later. And I'll just work on my own idea for now. I really did not want to launch an altcoin because they were all stupid back then. Um, and so I came up with like a first version of like, and then I, then it was actually called drive chain with a space. And then someone said, oh, you should look into the, the two-way peg is, is what you really want. Someone on Bitcoin Talk told me that. I'm sure we can still find this thread if we wanted to. And I was like, oh, okay. And so then I was like, I kind of just waited. I thought Blockstream was working on that. And then later on, I finished uh, Hivemind, the prediction markets project. And then I was going to like implement what Blockstream did, and then I had to implement it. And then I found that what they had actually done was basically write a paper and then not do anything else. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, uh, they haven't done anything. Um, so then I was like, I tried to figure out like I kind of resurrected my own idea again, since it was so originally it was to solve the problem of how to connect Hivemind to Bitcoin. But then I was just kind of working on, you know, the block size war was so big. I was just like, this is like any, what it does is it's universal. Any weird blockchain that you wanted to connect to Bitcoin, you could connect and you could just connect Bitcoin XT. Bitcoin XT was the eight megabyte uh, thing. That was the my current thing. So they were like, you, that was like, you could just connect that to, uh, you could just connect that to Bitcoin. And then you would, uh, then the whole scaling debate would, would be over. And in particular, it was clear to me at the time that the debate would never end with one side getting their way because it wasn't really about whether or not the optimal block size is large or small because it was about how different people are. Some people have a lot, a lot of computing. They have a great internet connection, so they didn't care as much. Some people are willing to trust the miners more than other people. Some people were really hurt by the, the, the high fees and others were not. So it was really about a situation. It was always the solution was always going to be how do we safely have the large and small blocks coexist? It was never going to be like, how do we get rid of these other people? They're bad actors. But that's what it became. But I knew that would never really be the solution. So, so, I, so I somewhat agree. But I guess here the, the, the difference in approach uh, reveals itself as 
blockchains don't scale, the thing won't, the thing just doesn't like fundamentally it won't scale. So if, if, if the, if your issue is like the fees are too high, it's like, well, that's the nature of the thing, uh, too damn bad. Right. Um, well, I don't think that is the case. The web servers scale. A single blockchain may not scale, but that's not the proposal. The proposal is to have like 10 blockchains that are big, uh, and that big and growing. And, um, so, and that are each optional. So it's not one blockchain for everything. It's we break it down into we sh we do sharding or something, and we break it down into some blockchains and we get an order of magnitude from doing that because we have ten, and then those blockchains are ten times the size. We only need to even onboard the entire world. We only need like two more orders of magnitude, really. So that's already two orders of magnitude. We just say instead of one megabyte blocks, we have like. 10 megabyte or 50 megabyte, which is, I've done math on my blog. Uh, the issue is not the, the, a lot of the problems with large blocks actually just go away if they're optional, because if, if they fail, then it doesn't really affect anyone else. And even if they fail, they can like, they're just on pause until internet speeds and disks costs fall the blockchain will just be paused you can always pick it back up again while everyone uses goes, goes back to temporarily can you just one. reset like you kill yeah. this blockchain and start a new one another <laughs> thing you can do is since the side chains are already vulnerable to like a six month minor like death attack you can just say well do utxo we'll use u3xo or some kind of utxo snapshot and we'll just discard and once we get to month seven we'll just on a rolling basis on a uh a staggered basis will just discard the old block data permanently. And then that, that really makes a big difference also. So it's like this weird cache. There's also so, that ZK coins proposal. Yeah. Lots of other stuff. Any, the other thing is any hard force fork wish list, any new invented thing, such as the ZK sync, zero sync, other stuff like that. Any new thing that's invented parallelization, some kind of hard drive, like some kind of hardware thing that does ECDSA or whatever, some anything you want, you have competition now. And so, so this is more than enough, actually. This makes a difference between success and failure. This, you get like three or four orders of magnitude out of this. And that is, that is what it takes because not every transaction needs to be the fully maximum security guard. You know, you need a computer the size of the sun to break through. So you just don't need, like, you know, like Ross Albright maybe needed that for Silk Road. But when you buy coffee, you can do it on the large block sidechain. You don't you don't actually care about decentralization. So, it's all so, about the network effects when it comes so, to that question. So, again, you're 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 approaching it from the use case perspective, but you you essentially didn't disagree. I mean, the the, the same global state is not going to scale. You're just a, the, I guess your a proposal is a different way of leveraging uh the the global state yes it's not global now so what you are proposing is then subsequently not global right but it's still based on right. the same global state of, of bitcoin well again the, the small block layer one you have the, you have layer block you have a, a the spv headers of layer one which are 80 bytes per block which is 4.4 megabytes per year which might as well be zero right because it's so small so that's the baseline then you have the layer one blockchain which is a global state. But then you have small layer one blocks and you have large layer two blocks. You have like 10 of those, of which nine you're not going to pay any attention to because it's going to be like US East, Lordaeron, 
<laughs> you don't care about that one. And uh, you're only going to care about U.S. East, and you're not going to care about Azeroth. Well. So you so you're it's not global now. Ninety percent of it is discarded, and then the new ones can have things, new invented things, fraud proofs or whatever. So the the idea that it's a global state is uh, is not completely true. It's true for it's it, it was right. Uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin is Bitcoin is. I'm not talking for, so for layer one. For layer one, the mandatory full. It was right to sort of treat it as if it was, but otherwise, it's really not. It's all just like. I mean, think about it like this: when you use a, a checking account. You don't have a global state of the whole, but it still works. It doesn't work great. It's not the good, you know. It's not absolutely. There's a people have a spectrum of what they want, what they want and need, and uh, if as long as you have a market where you can move the coins among these so, different things, you can keep your pocket change in your your hot wallet on the large block side chain, and then your life savings can be on the small block chain. So. None of that stuff they told you about blockchains not scaling is true. That's just something Greg Maxwell said once. Everyone was afraid to contradict uh, him. So you're, so you're, you're, so two things again. You're, you're using, you're, you're approaching it from a use case. You're not. I mean, what, what's the actual disagreement here? So Bitcoin, as as the as as the layer one, as the global yes. the global state itself does not scale. You can leverage the the global state. Well, That's I, fine. Wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not in favor of unlimited blocks on L1, if that's what you're asking. No, you're, you're, you're in favor of leveraging the global state using, using your, yes. your drive chain mechanism. So is the lightning network though, in a way, because lightning network, you have to monitor everything for the justice transaction trigger, right? So you need, you have, in order to run a lightning node, you need a layer one full node. Yes, correct. Right. So that's, that's exactly the same. Yes, but the 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 thing. Uh, Would you say that lightning doesn't scale? Um, it does. I guess. It. I get. I guess. Uh, I, I guess it, it has the same. Well, the thing is, it has the same. This is, we've been discussing this for like. I guess this is a a threat in our show. Is is like what are the, the the limitations? Because you're still limited. You're still limited by the the Bitcoin itself, right? Because uh, ultimately you need a UTXO, and that's where the issue is. Because um, uh, there's just not enough well, to go when around. When you say you need a UTXO, I mean like with Bit three hundred, you 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 may not. What the analogy I use, and this is what I was trying to get. This is well, okay. I'll just skip. The <laughs> the, the Bank of International Settlements is a bank that where all the f different Feds have an account there. It's a big pyramid. Bank of International Settlements at the top, Bank of Japan, Fed U.S. Federal Reserve, EC European Central Bank. Um, they all have an account there, and then your account at well, if you have like a I don't know if you are you you sound kind of vaguely American to me, but if you have an account at like a Chase or Wells Fargo or something, Chase and Wells Fargo they have an account at the Fed. The Fed is like a clearinghouse for all the different banks, and the Bank of International Settlements is like a clearinghouse for all the different Feds. And then you're down at the bottom, and you have never owned. No, no human you have ever met has ever owned a Federal Reserve, an actual Federal Reserve, the thing. Uh, and no one has owned a Bank of International Settlement, uh, whatever the hell they're called. 
I'm following your explanation. I'm just not following what is what it is you're arguing. So I'm, so I'm saying the what, analogy the is layer one is the Bank of International Settlements, which most people have never heard of. So let alone most people don't have a UTXO there. Yes, but the problem, the difference, the diff, the, okay, yes, but the fundamental difference between the two is the permissionlessness of the system. I'm just saying that That's the point. people can come in and they could maybe live their whole life at one of the caching layers. And I'm saying if you don't, if you're not open-minded to that, which I would respect if you were not, but if you aren't, you are kind of screwed now because the layer one block size is just, it is what it is. And yes. Right. So, so I, but I don't care. I don't care about, I, so the point, my point is I don't care about those people. I don't care about the plebs. <laughs> I don't care about any people. I just care about what is, what is the thing? What is the Bitcoin thing? Okay. And uh um what what are the continuous what's the continuation development hey, of i that, just don't understand that. how someone could look at warcraft 2 and then warcraft 3 is like such a better experience in every way like the music and just everything like the oh, the, the cutscenes were nice yeah the cutscenes are great yeah the plot of the story is actually is yeah good. i mean you you got the young prince like He's going great. out and then the, all the roses, rose petals, and wish he coming great. back. That's great. He kills the kills his father, and then, you. yeah, man, it's great. It, this kingdom will fall. The bells ringing. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And then you immediately play as him again, and then oh my gosh, when he comes back, when you play as um, Illidan, and then he's on like the hill, and you're like, what the heck? Plot twist. Um. Anyway, so it's just so, like, I can't believe what, that you what, just what, didn't love every aspect of it. Like, I was like, my so, mind is so blown by so it. So what, what, what I'm going here with this, because it started out with, okay, um, uh, Boohoo, they didn't do uh, CTV, they didn't do my Big 300, but they did Taproot. Um, yes, uh, but it's not so much a Boohoo. It is a Boohoo to some extent, <laughs> but it's like the suffering will continue until rationality returns to Bitcoin. <laughs> The, the 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 point is is that um if you if you just look at bitcoin and the, the layer one and the global state thing it's like okay how can we uh improve on this thing uh without the the uh, without my users and 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 how can we do and what are the the current things going on uh i guess Tefra was like a really logical next step uh, uh no, in terms on. of improving i don't the really thing. believe that no, I actually he do. doesn't. He doesn't actually believe that. So we'll just move on to the more important point, which is that we don't care about the plebs just out of our own selflessness. That's not the only reason. That is a reason. You should always do something if you have a selfish and a selfless reason for doing something. You should always do that thing because there's something in it. But you, if something's completely selfless, then there's nothing in it for you. If it's completely selfish, it makes you look bad. But if there's something where you've got a selfless reason and a selfish reason. You should be signed. That should be your number one priority, right there. Yeah, but I. So what the, I'm saying is, is a network effect. Is, yes, it's but the network effect. The background we're gonna of lose. it. We're going to lose. We have a. We have a. It's not. Yes, but we haven't lost, Paul. Paul, not, we haven't lost. It's so, not going to happen tomorrow, but we right. eventually we will be. It will be replaced, and it, the coin will go to yes, zero. Yes, but the same. The same would happen without implementing Taproot. So it, it, the thing uh, for me, it's a. It's an epistemological issue, right? Um. Like who is the user? And okay, there there are a ton of users, and there are a ton of use cases, and the whole thing with Bitcoin. My so my analysis on on uh, the problem with Bitcoin uh, or people in relation to Bitcoin is expectation management. 
we, no, we, we need to win the idiot vote because they're the middle of the bell curve. And if we don't, whoever gets the middle of the bell curve first will win. No, and so everyone else will die out. Apparently, we need to disappoint the middle of the bell curve over and over and over again. And the reason we do is because people make stupid promises over and over again. So we started out with Roger Ver, um, with Bitcoin being uh, free and uh, instant and private and, and, and whatnot, right? And uh, that, that was, was a lie. A talking point at the beginning. Well, yeah. that was, that and was then, true and then, at the time. I and now there, now there are similar lies with, yes, okay. So, but saying it was true at the time, it was also obvious that it wasn't that it going to be true for very going long. going to be true. The, it, well, uh, from his point of view, it was obvious that the block size would increase. I guess so, but it didn't. Because um, as, you, as you know, we can go down the line. And I mean, I'm, I'm a small blocker on L1, and I think Satoshi sort of was also because the big data point is that Satoshi himself was the person who put the block size limit in, and he did not phase it out, even though he knew how to phase out things. So since he described exactly how, but he didn't do it, and he would have known that it would be like... So the point is, you can go down the line, and you can you can read the history in a way that suggests that it was very likely that it would. And in fact, I think like if, if you could just like uh, easily, like for example, if I could go on a time machine and they said, you you have a mission, your mission is, now I'm a small blocker on layer one, so I wouldn't agree, but if let's just say they have some way of persuading me, the mission is to go back in time and persuade Bitcoin to become <laughs> large block. I think I could easily do that. Because I actually think it was close, and what Roger Veer and what Brian Armstrong lacked was just a little bit of technical knowledge that would have put them over the top, like the soft fork extension block would have given them all the block space that they needed, and they just didn't want to do the engineering. They didn't understand how that worked, probably. Also, also, it it, it just so from I a technical go... perspective is not instant, right? You need the confirmation. It's the uh, all that sure. stuff. Um, but so, the, and the same problem we have now is like, we have stupid narratives around lightning, for example, we with, do. With stupid, st stupid promises. So it's, um, because every time people are so damn desperate in, in, in convincing other people into Bitcoin, probably to pump their bags or, or save the world or whatever, right? Yeah, if right. It, I, that, like yes. if, if it's pumping their bags or saving the, their world, I don't care. They're still it. talking, they're talking bullshit. Right. And then it, it takes a couple of years and then everybody's disappointed again because they, they have the, the wrong expectations of what the system actually is. Um, so that's the reason why I stepped off of that entirely. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about anybody's use case. Um, uh, other than what is what is, what is this system and how can we optimize it? And in that light, I think Taproot is a very big improvement because you you no one uh, is discussing that. Well, Taproot hmm? we could have Taproot doesn't doesn't matter. Like we could have Taproot and other things. The the only problem is that oh we people just waited many many years and promised giant things about Taproot, but it's just as very small optimization. You believe, like I saw at two Bitcoin Miami conferences ago, I walked into a giant auditorium and I saw Pierre Rochard say in front of everyone that this is the biggest smart contracting upgrade in blockchain history. Taproot is coming to Bitcoin Core. Do you <laughs> believe that that is, do you believe that Taproot is 
like add smart contracts to Bitcoin? Like, um, you know, it it uh, it allows for horizontal scaling of contracts. So that's I mean, what it in does. In the cooperative, in some of the cooperative cases, sometimes. No, so the the because the whole taproot the 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 mean and bones is mass, right? I mean, from if, if yeah, you I mean, ask me, the the whole tap the whole taproot thingy, right? It's just it's just a nice feature uh, within the mass construct. Uh, but the whole point of it is uh, is massed, and uh, that gives horizontal scaling to to uh, to Bitcoin contracts. Uh, so well, like such put... as what though? Because you know, like ninety nine percent of the transactions are like you know, pay to pubkey hash or. Equivalent. Are you seriously? I mean, you're smarter than this, right? To 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 come with this stuff, <laughs> you you understand? You do understand that. Uh, the scripting thing is apparently that damn hard that we needed to, somebody needed to put the effort into coming up with Miniscript, which is like this this template composite. Uh, Miniscript uh, is just for doing so Emoto-Sig. Just hmm? for exchanging Emoto-Sig policies. There's not so, not that much there. I don't yes, but the whole point do... is, the whole point is that you, in the entire development stack, you, you, we, the bottom thing is like it's possible technically, and then it needs to be you need it needs to be put into the development kits and all this oh stuff. And it needs I to mean, it needs some just, standardizations, you, you and you see, need the descriptors, and you need to you need the descriptors uh, because you need to make sure that you can actually manage the stuff. And then if you have some sort of standards figured out, it's like this. okay, then we can put it in the in the development kits, and then people can put it into their wallets, and then slowly. I mean, this is a slow damn process, right? So yes, but it's disastrous. not. That's not what you're talking about, right? Yeah, I know this is a disastrous line of conversation now because I think <laughs> the it's like. The idea that people are waiting, people are champing at the bit, and they're going to get now. Once they get their descriptor wallets, they're going to have, they're going to write, like what, like, what we need, what we would have needed instead is op op. It would be much better to have op vault like nine years before, whatever this hypothetical use of, of a taproot, horizontal taproot contract. Like that, that, it's not a real thing. That like when, when Jameson Lop will Jameson Lop will tweet about people who are kidnapped from the airport, and then they like will, you know, cutting off people's fingers and pulling out their teeth to steal their Bitcoin, which Op Vault could protect, or just any of the things that the CTV would have done or that Bit three hundred would have done that are like real problems that affect a huge percentage of the users. One of which is just that all the, the large black people left uh, and, and, and started a competing uh, project. I do, I do think that the have... CTV part is important. That, that's, that's an, uh, uh, yeah, we, we need that. And we, but we need a couple we we, level we, we privacy. We need a couple, we need a couple of things. Yeah. So, so, I mean, who, like, it's really implausible. And then the descriptor wallets are torture. I mean, do you like descriptor wallets? Like, it's like it went, a wallet used to be take the third key and then take the fourth key and then take the fifth key and then after that take the sixth key out of the pile and now it's like just to make one is absolutely horrendous it's like there's like checksums in the you have to like make this like multi-step process that you know somebody I, made a you, chart have you tried somebody running a lightning a, node a friend of mine made a made, made a chart i can maybe i can ping it bring it up it's amazing about the how to make it. I will just I will just use this chart as the picture for it. It's like literally like how to make a descriptor wallet is like derive building a computer, derive building a transistor, 
derive all <laughs> programming languages, create the first compiler. It's like, why do we even need it? Like a, it reminds me of what happened with the HD wallets, which I also don't like. I like the idea of them being deterministic, but I don't. The hierarchy, I think, hasn't paid off uh, at all, and it's just why. Confusing. Okay, because you can have a path where one of the numbers along the path is basically just another private key, and now the money has been destroyed. Yeah. So you go you like one to, you slash one slash stuff. slash five billion three hundred eighty seven slash, and then one two three four, and it should have just been one two three four five. Because the more the harder this stuff is to understand, the more it just becomes basically closed source, and it just becomes inaccessible to the end user. The whole point is the user's mind is what we're supposed to be amplifying when we build technology. And if we we just the, some of this stuff like descriptors, I just think are, and I also think feel the same way about zk stuff. I think this is going in the not in a good direction. This is making it much harder for regular people to have sovereignty over their money. What's the point of being open source if it's in, utterly indecipherable? It might as well be a, a binary file. That's sort of um, I, I mean, you. I mean, blame, blame, blame. Uh, uh, asymmetric uh, cryptography is the basis for uh, identity, dude. I mean, it, key, key management is just hell, and it, it, in some sense, it. I we think it always will. People should work will. on that instead of. Yes, but that that's what Definitely. they are working on. I think I mean that's the whole point of uh uh of the HD wallets and that's the whole point of well the the descriptor thing is also like dealing with the complexity of all the different types of transactions you're going to be able to to do and that your your wallet actually understands what's going on. Um yeah, so, but you see that's the other side of mast though. Is that mast is kind of cool, but now you have descriptors. You know, you just you can't just yes. have keys. Yes, that's true. Uh, well, I, I guess don't know. Like, how long is that, that people that who are going to do the chain code residency in the summer? They're going to have to spend half the summer learning about descriptor wallets, whereas before it would have been like literally like twenty five seconds. Yes, but you can't. So you you your proposal is to continue the crook brain usage of Bitcoin that we started out with, which is I would say I my got, proposal I got input, is it I got always, output. Every, I got single. I got single sick. Ugh. I think the... my proposal would be every, I would say that being able to run a full node is the, is the most important. I wrote about this in measuring decentralization in 2015, September. The cost of running a full node is the metric for decentralization. Yes. I and I would say part of that cost is understanding what the node is doing. Because if you, if the node is a black box and someone swaps it for something else and you don't know, then this is... This is effectively, you, you're trying to run the full node. So part of running the full node is knowing that you have no, run the full node. And so I would say we have to keep the cost of understanding every single thing that the full node is doing down, just like we have to keep the block size limit down. Mm. So everything, this fucking weirdo descriptor wallet bullshit they add is like a block size increase to me. If, you, if you, you're worried about the descriptor wallet, I think you should try running a lightning node and yeah, understanding yeah. the lightning specs. <laughs> well, lightning is also, uh, I think lightning is easier to understand than descriptor wallets, honestly. It's easy. It's easy in, in general, but if you go to the details, all the, uh, yeah. one thing I learned about lightning that I didn't know before is that if people merely dis moon, moon, uh, settler explained this to me that if they, if the two, if two lightning people 
talk to each other and they just disagree over what they think the prevailing L1 fee is today. They close the channel. He must uncooperative. The only solution is to immediately uncooperative <laughs> close. Like, why don't they cooperative close? They can't just say we disagree on the fee. And it's just, no, whichever one is more conservative about the fee just panics. And it just says, we can't trust that person. <laughs> immediate uncooperative close. <laughs> so if the fees change, they can quickly, is enormously cascading effect, of course. The fees change, it will cause a bunch of stuff to close, which will that, that happened appear. during the last fee spike, right? Exactly, yes. Yeah, which is a problem in itself because the um, you can you can set up a whole bunch of economic relations like Bitcoin contracts or UTXOs or whatever Lightning channels over time uh, with a rate limit of uh, four or four megabytes. But then the, pro the the crux of the matter is what if everybody needs to the the odds that everybody needs to take an action on chain. Because they, they require the 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 insurance of, of on chain settlement, the odds that they all need it at the same time are actually very high, because the yes. because the the same factor is influencing them all, making them want to uh, access that that insurance. Uh, so if you, if there is like an economic collapse or crisis, then all of a sudden everybody needs to go on chain, and then there is two thousand eight. Everybody is fucked up. Big, yeah. uh, documentaries about this two thousand eight, the lightning liquidity crunch or whatever you want to call it. Yep. Oh, in fairness, yeah. they have a new super complicated update to the spec that uses anchors and then you can CPFP the, the thing so you don't have yes, to... Yes, but then you, the then you can change, then you can, then you can change the, 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 the bid, but still everybody is bidding for the same block space. So they're still... Yeah, but, the, still but the, the changing the fee won't necessarily cause the channel to close, but there are other, other things that it can cause the channel to close. Yeah, but but I think I think uh, um, what, what was it? Mm -hmm, the bag, secure the bag. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's what I was going to say. That's yeah, that's ultimately say. the solution to this, right? Well, that doesn't really. I, what I was going to point out is how funny it is that no one cared about CTV, um, but that that's that can help slightly because what it means is that if if you're living in a congested time, you can only you only pay to the hash. You don't have to actually put the whole. But it does it loses efficiency overall, of course, because there's an intermediate step. Yeah, but the the but thing is, is that you... there, there's less pressure in time, right? Because you are the other party is insured that they'll get the money. It's just going to take a very long time, right? Uh, as opposed to them not being sure about anything because uh, there's nothing being confirmed on chain. What what I think about these discussions is that people are just talking about very adversary environments and oh they will take my money because whatever they will confirm a transaction before me and whatnot and let's prevent that but in practice what happens is i'm running my lightning node and i talk to someone i trust a lot and say oh let's open a channel and then we open a channel and we're happy with our channel and the next day we look and the channel is closed so i talk to the guy oh, why did you close the channel <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't close you closed <laughs> And no one closed the channel. And now we have to take the UTXO and make another channel. That's you, okay. can so I, so, you can look so online Paul, and find who's, who's, who closed it. <laughs> Uncooperative. Uh, yeah. But I think um, you... Oh, well, yeah. I mean, like, these are all best-case scenarios, as he's saying, right? And they, which are also not good. But what, what's your question? 
No, I was just going to say that this is how we uh, distribute our labor. It's like I'm, I'm, I hand wave all the technical implementation details in time, and that's the only thing VHF sees. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, I think like Lightning, um, you know, it was never supposed to be this scaling messiah, and it as as a result of the block size war people needed an answer when someone like Roger Veer would say like, what if he would say something like, what, what about payments? And then people would say, Oh, lightning network will fix that. And then, uh, since those large blockers were criticizing the lightning network, no one in Bitcoin could criticize it. And, uh, now it is. Now I create posts on Twitter criticizing the lightning network and a lot of Bitcoin cashers come up and start to, to agree with me and say, oh, you finally found out. And <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> more Oscar, the, the criticism is. An growth, growth hack. <laughs> I don't, it's... Um, Standard every, every faction. What, what confused me was that I think this was a year or two years ago, there was a, a, a video of uh, uh, what is the the, the crew uh, Jack Dorsey funds, it's like the block or... Spiral. Yeah, what is that called? Spiral. The LDK. Uh, whatever. Yeah, with, yeah. with Blue Mat. The we Blue Mat's in blue there, sky. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so, so, and then in like a promo video, the first question was like, okay, what is the Lightning Network? And then they explained, it's like, yeah, it's a, a way to do cheap Bitcoin transactions. And I'm like, why? Why are you giving this shitty answer? <laughs> well, it's a promotional video. Yes, but the, like... Why? <laughs> for for whom are you actually giving the shitty answer? I, I like I understand it if you say, well, like it's a liquidity network. Nobody understands you, but I don't care if nobody that's people not understanding you is better than people having like a a misconception misconception and then like wrong expectations. Well, the misconception that then later didn't have to be start managed. there, right? <laughs> it started much before. The poor editor guy gets a bunch of footage and he's just like, What is all this? <laughs> And then he finds one <laughs> sentence that he could understand. <laughs> oh, cheap. And he's like, okay, we'll put that in the video. <laughs> it's like Steven. It's like, it's from the, it's like from a Simpsons, Esteban Spielbergo or whatever. He's like editing it. He's like, okay, I'll put this. And there's like in. a Muppet version of Jack Dorsey in yeah, the video as exactly, well. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I think to be honest with you, I think like in, if we if we move forward, if we took a time machine like ten years in the future, I would think mo almost all the most Bitcoin transactions will be on a Bit three hundred sidechain, and very few, if any, will be on the Lightning Network. But I would be interested to know if you think that that is the case. What happens if with the fees? Uh, I think I had an answer for this, but I forgot. Like if everybody's using these standard sidechains, they're they're very big, so the fees are very small or not. I think the fee rate, the fee rate will probably stay small on the, the large block side chain. It'll probably stay like 25, 50 cents us on L one. I think the fees will go up a little to like four or $5 in the, in the, in the enormous Bitcoin success world. Since it'd be per fee rate, the side chains will, will, will collect huge fees, just like visa level fees. That you need that's my guess it. i may be wrong of course people can play the, they'll look up this video in 10 years and then they'll play the sound effect isn't it better 
to use the any prevout mer blind merge mining technique instead of the 300 one. Well, why do you think that it is? I don't know if it feels more elegant, easier. The miners don't have to implement a custom protocol for for handling the the, the, block, the side chain. The idea side of BIP301 is the miner is bribed in the main chain block in some random transaction that uses a BIP301. And so the miner can now, the miner, they have, they have a bunch of bids. The, you have a sidechain block that's worth four Bitcoin. And then people are bidding 3.8, 3.9, 3.99, 3 3.991. They're bidding up and they say, put my code in. Yeah, but that's the, the same. That's the same with the any private scheme, like the, the Ruben Sonsa came up with. You know that? Yeah. The space yeah, change, I'm, I think. Yes. Um, and so the idea is with BIP301, what, what BIP301 does is it says, if the code is really in the Coinbase, then the this uh, layer one transaction goes through. And also all the competing bids, all of the competing bids are invalid. So they cannot be in a block. So when you bid, you know that either my bid is going to win and I'll get the block the sidechain block, or uh, I'm not going to win, in which case this transaction will never make it into any block. So that's why I wrote the block validity rules for 301 to ban all those. And uh, that's the point of BIP 301. I think the any, any privout just does a chain of hashes, so there's no way. The point of 301 is partly to just help everyone work together without trusting each other. And it's partly to make sure that the, it maximizes the amount of revenue earned by the L1 miner. That's the same thing that the space chain technique does. But you, do, you don't have to implement any custom rules. You just put the hash there on a random transaction and all the, all the side chain miners, they compete using RBF. Like they just send a new transaction paying more fees that replaces the previous one. And you know, they always spend from the same UTXO. There's, there's a, a sequence of transactions being spent in each, in each of these, there's a hash of the sidechain, the sidechain block. Yeah, because the miners don't have to put it in a Coinbase per se. It's just anything in the block is controlled by them. So I think that could also work. I'm not really, I don't really feel strongly about. I'm just saying that you, like you need, you need less changes. So maybe yeah. to make it well, more again, appealing. Like when I came up with it, there was like one idea back in the day in 2015. And there were three, there was like many soft forks back then, like all the time. So it wasn't really a big deal. And then I split it into two BIPs so that it would be easier to read. And of course, because technically you don't need to, you can have a side chain that doesn't have merge mining. You can have a side chain that doesn't have a blockchain. You can have a side chain that's just like nothing. So... They were technically uh, separable, so I decided to just separate them into two BIPs, and I just made them each a soft fork, and that was like more than five years ago. That was long before. Yeah, that was long before Segwit. That was long before any privout. So, so maybe I, I'll I'll tell you what I will revisit that, and maybe I will. I will. Um, yeah, but we still need any, any privout for this to work. So, or right. CTV. So that's the other thing. It's so. kind of like <laughs> the point. Yeah, exactly. So that I just thought like 300, 301 will activate at the same time because, in fact, 
I think in the very next month after November 2015, we had three soft forks that activated in the same go. So I, it, nothing was further from my mind than thinking like, oh, I need to minimize like the number of soft forks. Like that wasn't like a thing at all back then. So I was just like, whatever. And now I still feel that way today. I still feel like there's, mil there's thousands of pull requests merged into Bitcoin Core all the time. And just think about like any of them could have like a cert zero or they could like dial out to some keylogger or something install some keylogger on your computer like any any single line of code could be horrible and in fact that happened with bitcoin cash right remember we had the assert zero shirts people made after their node crashed or something so <laughs> no, that's one line of code so there's thousands of pull requests you know being merged to bitcoin core and it's like those that are a soft are a fork are treated differently there's yeah a lot, a lot of, of pointless refactoring that each of which could be and then one of the refactors had like an inflation bug, basically. Yeah, that's true. So that was caught by Amory Sachet from Bitcoin Cash. So, so it's like, it's all lies, basically. That's this thing of like, this whole paradigm of, Paul, you need changes from Bitcoin. The, the whole paradigm is not, is just wrong. But I just kind of sit here and take it because uh, there's no, you know, there's no arguing with. Uh, because you're the optimist prime of self-pity. That, I suppose. I, I don't. <laughs> It's just, well, you understand what I'm saying, though, don't you? Like, there's no, there's thousands what of pull requests. Who cares about if it's a soft fork or not? If it were a hard fork, it would just, it would just kick you off the network. So we know it's a soft fork. Every single one of those, every single one of those refactors is a soft fork in a way. What, um, uh, well, I guess the point of the, the refactor is that it doesn't actually change. Well, if it's, if the it's really but a it refactor. If it's backwards compatible, it doesn't change the behavior. No, it, it's about forwards compatibility. Right. Um, but the so refactor could have bugs. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you is that um, because th there are these two specific bibs, but the uh, if if you have like enough things, so we have like uh, 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 the any pref out and the CTV, and you you get we we get a whole bunch of other stuff in. Right. Yeah. Then eventually we get at a point that we can you can construct. You can simulate drive chain in a very inefficient yeah. way. That is probably not yeah. as secure because it doesn't keep miners on as as short a leash. But it is probably yes that would, that would happen. We may already like be there in some level of inefficiency. I don't even know, but maybe. Do you understand so that, that that spook chains idea? I don't understand it. <laughs> I, I don't remember it. I think I did understand it. For it was something from Jeremy that. Rubin, like you, you could put a a counter on a transaction, and then you have to bump the counter, and then you would do it to bump the counter until until you got to to some number, and then you can withdraw the money. Something. I don't think people appreciate the goal of Bit three hundred is to take something that is normally a, a minor courtesy. It says the miners have control, a lot of control. And the BIP300 part shrinks all that control down to what may be a safe and tolerable level, which may or may not be. I think if it doesn't, then we're probably, the whole sidechain idea is probably screwed and we should just give up and, and embrace multi-coin, altcoin world, which we'll be stuck with. Because the creativity, human creativity is not going away. And um, so there will be many chains. To, to do what and disagreement exactly. and disagreements won't go away either there will be every time there'll be disagreement just like there is between um, should we have taproot or not should we have ctv or not 
So the disagreements will never end and the, the new features will always be invented. I think one of the saddest things about the lack of sidechains is that we haven't, we've only seen the scam world of altcoins. This is kind of like uh, you put someone in charge, they screw up, and then they say, well, this is why you sh we sh no one should be in charge and you or you shouldn't have put me in charge. <laughs> and, like, and, but what is, what, is, what is there outside of the scam uh, scam I models. think it's enormous. A whole world, the, all, all of DNS could be fixed. That was 2010 Namecoin. So I can go into huge detail if you want. But I'm sure no, no, you, you don't. You don't have to because we already decided that it's it's a useless. Uh, you useless you effort decided that it, 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 it. It's a useless effort, and it's solved by uh, search uh, engines. By search, search engines. <laughs> well, why do you say that? Because, like, why do domain names exist? Because it didn't have search engines, that's what he's going to say, I think. But uh, well, you're kind of beholden to the search engine, though. Then, yep. Well, that's we don't want that. You want nope. to own the property rights of the name. Yes, Paul. But I'm in a very short, in like in in recent times, um, <laughs> I, I I made a shift. So, because there there is something interesting going now on. You're right? starting we, a we're, search engine company. We, we we currently we currently are like in the the I guess we we already passed the, the the apex of the internet but we're like let's say that today is the 1999 of the matrix right okay. so in the matrix they're they're like perpetually in the 1999 because that was the apex <coughs> the reason is is because they made these uh the these AIs uh like chat GPT and stuff um which uh primary function or like not uh, uh, primary feature is that they reduce the cost of making noise, uh, coherent, uh, effective noise. That's really good at that. So they 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 uh, scraped the internet, and then used all the data on the internet to create a machine that was able to re create really good noise, really fast. Uh, so the internet's dead right now. So they used the internet in order to be able to destroy the internet. So that's where we are now. I mean, I can't, I can't be sure about any form of data anymore because it can be fake. And what I then realized is that it does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter that you have like that you can, you can do doctor somebody's voice and image and all that kind of stuff because people don't share links; they share fucking screenshots, <laughs> screenshots anyway. So all, you don't need some some crazy AI. All you need is Microsoft Paint. Okay, but what's what does that have to do with why you understand what Namecoin offers is many things. <laughs> the point is nobody nobody is sent nobody's using URLs anymore. I think this is a nobody's using <laughs> just people people just send screenshots well, to each other. Again, this is part of because it, the uh, when you um, it, like it's partly because we don't have the Namecoin site chain that people don't use URLs. It's the, it's an ecological thing. Like if. If the, the stuff sucks, then no one sweet, will go sweet there. Summer child, <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're still hopeful and optimistic. I love that. Yes. Well, I <laughs> think, that I died think when, we, when, when you only have the dot com domains, people use it to remember what were the the website's names, and now like we have a, a, a million TLDs, so it's impossible to remember. You you have to type something and then more difficult. You have to yeah. remember. It's, it's like the HD wallet, like. If, I, you, you all have to remember the name of the site and also the TLD, which is a different thing. That it's a different name you have to I remember. agree. 
that was a problem. And people still pay a huge premium for the dot com and they don't really like the other stuff. And it's the there should dot com didn't really mean dot commercial, it just meant internet. internet. It yeah. was fine. Mm-hmm. And but the what the name coin side chain would let you do is you will always be able to message someone. You don't need to know their you this you only need to know their one name. You don't need their phone number, you don't need their you don't need anything. You have an encrypted connection to them. You can send them money. You can send them email. They have spam resistant. Uh, you can always authenticate them, but it, it's spam resistant messaging. You can always introduce yourself to someone with like the paymail idea where you say, I really want to message someone that I don't have. Uh, we're not whitelisting each other. Like you want to message uh, Adam back for the first time. You pay, you, it looks up at him in the software. You pay $100 or you pay $10 or whatever it is. And you, it sends the intro to him. And then you have a connection and you can send money to each other and you don't need to exchange addresses. You can exchange messages. Yes. And now we have, now, now we have like key pairs and search engines. That's going to affect people hate the key. The key pairs suck. Key pairs are not fun. Yep. Key pairs suck. Think about like how a darknet market works is basically a lot of that with many, many extra steps that are, is, is a lot of phishing. There's phishing. Fishing for like the onion address, so it's like that. Like a darknet market has the URL get replaced fraudulently. This is a, it's like a phishing attack. This happens all the time. The darknet markets are absolutely huge. That is a so you know you can of course argue about whether or not that is uh, ethical. Some people say it's very ethical. Some people say some people say it's the only ethical thing. Some people say not ethical at all. But that's. Um, it, this is a start of what a different internet would look like. One where you, 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 all you need is this one name. You have it for the rest of your life. You can never be deplatformed. Look about with, with Noster. With Noster, you need to share this weird key. But if you, if you had the Namecoin sidechain, it would just be one name that was for everything, for Instagram, for Noster, for whatever, Twitter. There would be no thing where these are all real problems that people really face. Like I, some of my presentations, I have a situation where a guy does a YouTube video in the bottom right hand corner. He has to put like all his different names. Here's my name on Facebook. Here's my name on Twitter. They're like slightly different from each other. And this this is frustrating for anyone who wants to actually take control of their own online identity. So it's it's an ecological thing. We you know, Edward Snowden, Edward Snowden made a Nostra key and he he like brute forced yeah. it for many days until he got the prefix look like, like a vanity Snowden. Key. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now anyone who can do the same brute force will be able to impersonate right. him very easily exactly. because people will assume that the beginning. Exactly. <laughs> we, the Canadian truckers thing is a good example of how horrible, how, how, what big failures we are. It should be immediately <laughs> possible for them, for them to ra- Knowing that we had to like figure out how to onboard them, we ultimately failed, and the, the Canadian government like seized all their Bitcoin. So, what we just need to change the way things. Just the fact that we have usernames and passwords on sites but, that that would itself so. also be destroyed by the Namecoin sidechain. I, I I agree, but the is the trucker. So, what's the biggest? What what is a bigger failure? Failing the truckers or the fact that we have these stupid stupid etfs coming up that are not natively bitcoin the truck they're not using the bitcoin the, the etf is uh icing on the cake 
no one no one has ever cared about the ETFs. So they just people like the Winklevoss twins that have money in hedge funds or something. But that though you could always what what MicroStrategy did by buying a bunch of Bitcoin and keeping it on their balance sheet, they just basically made an ETF. Coinbase was a Bitcoin ETF. Yes, I, I agree with all those things, but I think those are, that's, all, that's the bigger failure because that's like, because it's managing large sums of Bitcoin. Apparently, we can't even manage large sums of Bitcoin in the sense that you can create an ETF with it. Well, uh, but yeah, but you see, that's sort of like not, that's not, uh, that's their problem. They, if they put time into it, they'd figure out how to do it. And probably a bunch of people, a bunch of people have. That's what I mean when I say Coinbase is a Bitcoin ETF. MicroStrategy is a Bitcoin ETF. Um, I think Coinbase is storing that, all the coins. But they're not. They're not. They're not using Bitcoin. No, they're storing in, it in on Coinbase. That, Coinbase stores. No, but I think it's a good thing. Anyone who owns Bitcoin is a Bitcoiner, and they are. They are helping Bitcoin succeed. But the the bigger thing is Bitcoin is designed to get money to basically the Canadian truckers. And so they have to not only be able to get it, but they also have to be able to spend it on whatever it is they need, lawyers, blah, blah, blah. So Bitcoin, is, Bitcoin is designed to be censorship resistant. <laughs> yeah, but it's so censorship resistant that uh, no one, we couldn't get it to the Canadian truckers and we couldn't get it, they couldn't get it. Well, apparent, apparently not deal. Canadian truckers, but it should be able to, to uh, uh, allow for BlackRock to use it, but they're not. Uh, well, I think that didn't BlackRock, BlackRock, didn't they have some success in getting uh, something approved? Yeah, but my point is, is that what they're going to do ultimately is like they're going to put put the Bitcoin away in like some, some, some multi-sig or something. And that's like that. That's that. Right. Well, but no, what's nobody so wrong? cares or touches Bitcoin anymore. What's so wrong with that, though? Well, in the sense that it could have been more sophisticated on chain is at the moment that you you buy you if you if you buy the if you have you buying the share is actually you're, you're actually I want to I want to use the word physically, but it doesn't make any sense. Well, why don't you just sense. use whatever words come to mind, and we'll try to figure out what you're really because I don't <laughs> so know what to, you're talking about at all. So, like, so you you actually oh my so god, let's say you actually get it. BlackRock is buying Bitcoin and storing it in multisig. What failure? Yeah, about? instead I don't of get, instead that's, of to me, that's of nothing the like the Canadian truckers to me. Yes, instead of in, instead of the instrument itself being on chain in some form of, form of contract okay, yes. where if you get be part of the the you be part oh, of the contract see, with the key etc you should what, what have you like that? a like a multi-owner like Correct. fund yeah, something like that no that's i mean a but we already idea. have that because you just own your own utxo yeah i mean that was, ironically ctv would be that also <laughs> in a weird way instead of well, buying the etf you can just buy bitcoin right yeah, isn't that that's what I would say. isn't that the thing you want if you buy the ATFs, well, then because you don't want to If you believe in BIP300, then you would just buy UTXO on the BlackRock sidechain or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend that. That's theoretically right. possible. No, I do think we, I do think we failed the truckers. I also think that um, it's uh, hopefully in time. In a way, we also the failed the people of uh, Russia and Ukraine because I think. Well, not completely. Wait, we did. It, it, it's. It's somewhere both, there on a spectrum, right? Some people I did benefit from it. Um, there would be a, more of a riot against Putin if he didn't have. They, they have the oligarchs just have so much money, and you know, like they have we, we, the, the way the sanctions fall out is because there's always proxies, some guys holding hundred billion dollars or whatever, and for Putin, and they want to get that guy. 
if it was all Bitcoin, though, that guy could just straight up steal the money from Putin. <laughs> it would be hard, you know, it'd be it's like it's just more it just makes the thing harder to concentrate. It's like this money, the privacy actually would end up helping is my guess. I'm not, you know, super I'm not an international criminologist or something, but I think that we just like, yeah, we are. Bitcoin is not doing what it's supposed to do, which is give everyone control over their own money. Yes, but it inherently can't give everybody control. Well, I think that that's um, if you buy, if you think everyone needs to be on L one, that's what you're saying. Like that's what you're saying. No, that's what that's what you're saying. <laughs> well, what are you saying? No, I, I I'm saying that's impossible. But that's that's the imp that's implied in what you were saying. It's like everybody uh, be being able to control their own money. Well, think about like people can learn how to drive a car which I think is more complicated than key management. It's just, we don't have, it's not set up to people. People's heart wasn't in it with the block size scaling war. They didn't want to say like, we should scale to the world. There were fewer and fewer people like saying that instead they were saying stuff like we'll be a store of value first, then we'll figure it out. Dot, dot, dot lightning network, something. And so people didn't really take an attitude they didn't take responsibility the way the people who designed the warcraft 3 non-reforged you know sprite yes but then we're, they didn't we're take getting responsibility we're, for this this idea that everyone should do this yes but then we're, we're getting back to what are you developing this thing for or how are you developing this thing and it's like I you, I you, you so desperately want to you so desperately want bitcoin to be something in particular Whereas I would say is like Bitcoin is what it is, and those are the constraints that you 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 have to deal. So with. you're saying we shouldn't right. do anything and just accept the world as it is. Like, if you're hungry, no, not, you, should have, shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't eat anything. You yeah, should accept it is. Your, accept if that you're some hungry. people die, whether or not you suffer and die is you just suffer and die. Yep. So, so you're not going to first, eat anymore. So 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 so. I mean, yeah. So, so all the babies. So. All Roger Sphere's babies are going to die, but we are getting taproot. That's the that's that's the, that's the uh, way. It yeah, I think this is this is the attitude that years of um, it's this pessimistic attitude and this this attitude of stasis that has evolved out of the block size war and out of Segway Two X, which taught everyone that resisting change is is the right thing to do. No, so th I think that's that's not that's not fair. Because, no, I disagree. I disagree because Jeremy, that's a different. They look camp. at me and Jeremy Rubin and they think changing Bitcoin is a mistake. It's not going doesn't work. So yes, but Paul, this is a different group of people. You're now complaining about the Grug brain, so who who is like talk about ossification and it's like no changes to Bitcoin, blah, 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 blah. It's good as, as, as it is. Like it isn't. Bitcoin okay. isn't good as it is. It needs development. There are stuff that we need inside of Bitcoin. Um, I mean, there, there is some some glorious vision on the horizon there somewhere with simplicity and then uh, then we're basically done, right? Um, I don't agree with that either, but uh, that's a different question. I mean, simplicity, I, I worry that if we have too much expressivity at the script layer, then actually it will just be the same as drive chain, but worse because we won't have control over the whole category. So it'll be like more, it'll just be like a bunch of mosquitoes buzzing around. And instead of like but, these easily auditable things that everyone understands, like the Zcash sidechain, the, the large block sidechain. No, but Again, the, the, for me, the it all has to be understood. But the auto, but but why does it need to be understood? I mean, it, it, it doesn't need to thing. be understood globally. No, but it doesn't need to be understood globally. That's a local problem. 
that's that's the 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 responsibility of auditing what you're doing the and understanding what you're doing people understand is, the better off they are yes but it's restricted to the parties involved in the contract right no because and yes they're gonna have... need a lawyer they're going to need some kind of bitcoin lawyer to 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 go through the uh go through the contract or something whatever i don't Not care. every contract uh, it, the, some of the contracts have bad effects on each other so it's ironically the the same thing that people mistakenly say about drive chain is what i would correctly say about simplicity which is that some of the contracts actually affect interfere with each other and you don't how? want to have that how how you could write well right? one is the did you i made a whole presentation about this in 2016 so one is there's like an oracle contract if one contract just is just copying another contract and the Oracle will never be able to charge a fee that compensates it for the opportunity cost of being honest. So it's impossible to have Oracles unless uh, the competing version is censored out. And that's the same for a name coin type of a thing you don't want. And same for bit assets like NFTs or whatever. You don't want someone to copy the same name, something that says like, this is the google.bit then you can't have someone have a different contract that has google.bit in it its own like competing name universe i mean you could but you that's not what you would want they would make but it I, don't, worse. I don't i don't see what the point here is other than those are then stupid constructs that don't really work but that's the point is they the parasite will kill the host and itself and as a result none of us will get the feature none of us will get oracles none of us will get Namecoin, and then people like you will say, you see, there was nothing good that could have ever been built because it's all scams and all we should do is just have Bitcoin transactions. So you'll end up being right, but it's only because you destroyed it all. Mm, maybe. So it's... Because I think but the, diff the difficult part here is that nobody seems to care. I mean, people are doing things with... People are doing things on Ethereum... Right. Yes. And then they're like, oh, 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 there is this thing called uh, called MEV. And it's like, yeah, so it's like a skewed playing field. Right. You shouldn't be on here doing this stuff because it's not fair. Right. You're not actually in a fair environment. Why are you why are you such a retard? Why are you even on here? Right. The terms and conditions are not favorable for you to be here uh, ultimately. So why why are you making the choice to be here? Um but apparently they still do, right? Right. But they also get into pump and dump schemes and, and whatever. So I guess people don't care. No, I think they know that freedom and choice is more important than any temporary setback. And I think they think that the they are the one, they're the user. So if they want to transact and bear the risk of MEV, there's a risk reward. You know, you go into a casino, you know that the odds are not in your favor but you might give it a try anyway because for any number of reasons entertainment whatever so the problem is is that end user you're building a cathedral and this is somewhere down there in the foundation and you cannot there there is no point in saying it's like okay well there there are these short term risks that you can run and you can either choose and you can it's on your own and maybe yeah maybe you know it's like no but you're 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 building like the cathedral on like a very skewed foundation well what's the skewed you're foundation you're going to fuck MEV? it up uh, the skewed uh, foundation well, is not having BIP 300. That is what will bring the cathedral down eventually. <laughs> the reason why I don't like the reason the skewed why foundation I, is that every application that requires something 
Uh, it's the reason uh, it doesn't bother me at all, and the reason why I never really push aggressively for BIP 300 is because I'm just absolutely certain that it will eventually. Uh, people have given me getting closer and closer to my point of view over time. Before, no one understood anything that I was saying, really. And now uh, more and more people do. We add more and more people to the friends list. And um, I think also the, like, Lightning was the sacred cow for a, lot, a while. But now that we have Ark, this like, sacred cow is finally being slaughtered. Do you think so? What do you think about Ark? Well, I think Ark is a good idea. The, the the most important thing about Ark is that someone who was associated with Blockstream has come out and said that they are, have a lot of problems with the way Lightning works and they have something new that is even more confusing. So that's the key, is that now everyone will say, everyone is going to jump ship from Lightning to Ark. But, but maybe not, because in a sense, during the Lightning bubble, for whatever you want to call it, like from 2015 to present... You get a lot of people like VCs, they, they specialize in lightning or whatever. All the big investments are in lightning. So it's created an enormous incentive for people to just be dishonest and just keep repeating to each other about how great lightning is. And so I don't know, you know, the, once the VCs get involved, they have like marketing teams and whatever. So I don't know how, what exactly, but I think the, like, it opens the door to, the idea that lightning will eventually be lightning is only like a step on the path versus a final destination that just fixes everything. But who actually that, that is so who that's who that, whom that's actually interesting uh, defends that narrative other than retards on Twitter. I think it's a mainstream part of the culture. So for example, I think like Michael Saylor, adopts this view that lightning is the savior yes, but, okay but he's yeah you're gonna now you're gonna have to say that he's not influential which you painted no 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 i'm not gonna say it is not influential i'm just it's like to what extent is he actually interesting to the discussion to this particular discussion i mean i mike michael probably has a lot of interest interesting things to say about bitcoin but not like on a technical side yeah I mean, it's a ball of energy stupid it's Stupid, stupid mistake on on mining. Uh, uh, not that long he ago, he did right. That's true. Yeah, on how mining. Yeah, was, I mean he's like new, so I think that he will make a lot of mistakes. What but how say? do you think? What did he say about mining? I uh, think it was the efficiency thing on on miners. Miners getting more efficient over time. Something something stupid like that. I don't remember which it was, but it was one of the things where you like divide by the wrong. You sh it's a thing that you like multiply and then divide it out. So it cancels, but he was saying like it made a little big difference or something. Hmm. I okay. think it was something like that about like the difficulty is higher. Therefore the like, whatever, I don't know, efficiency. Then I don't remember what it was, but it was one of those like division errors. Okay. I, see. I think, I think it was, I think it was the, 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 the miners are getting more efficient uh, and lose, use less energy thing over yeah time. So I, think I think it was something think it was like the now since since they are more energy efficient it, that will be better for the environment but in reality they're just yes 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 that was the <laughs> yeah. yes yeah. makes sense so so, so, well, that was so really really michael saylor is that is that within the 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 yes. Bitcoin technical discussion yes. is that is that i know i think you don't like like um how should we put this? Like he will say something and because he's so rich, people will be afraid to contradict him because they want some of that sweet, sweet money. 
in case he gives some of it out. So having a huge so. difference between net worth often, especially in a strongly opinionated person. See, Roger Veer was better than Michael Saylor because Roger Veer was a little bit more uh, like. He gave the Bitcoin away. Though. Yeah, right. Exactly. He, uh, <laughs> like, he was like more of uh, an attitude of uh, maybe what you might call actually humility, I would say. He was like a very kind of like. OK, yeah, that's fair enough. I agree. And I agree. Um, he was uh, uh, sort of uh, haunted by the injustice done to him in the past, which gave him. I, an I never empathy. got the sense that he was disingenuous. Right. And, uh, you know, Sailor, you kind of think like he is he is a little bit more stern which is fine, which is completely fine. But it just means that it's Sailor's more, Sailor's more like a, of a debate type of an argument. Like he's calling that guy Raoul out as whatever. This is all unethical and you're like a fraud or whatever, which was very funny. And he was, he was right about that. So, but that's funny, but it's just kind of like when you have a, when you have someone, a huge difference in net worth, it creates this barrier to honesty it destroys the truth. And uh, that will trickle down a lot. That trickles down to who gets invited to what parties and stuff, and that, that all that stuff trickles down. We came here from, uh, I think, the ossification thing angle. Of well, like I, said that I said that Sailor is one of these people who believes that lightning. Oh, was, yeah, lightning. So he's yeah. like, you can just do yeah. whatever on lightning. So if you wanted to do Zcash on, on Bitcoin, you could just do it on lightning. He's one of those people. Yes, who, okay, who but so that. we have. Yes. Okay, but that's that's like the stupid the stupid masses uh, on 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 Bitcoin Twitter have like these stupid narratives. But do the actual serious people within the the within I, I the, think it matters more inner circle actually. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I, I'm not saying that it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. So, I'm, so, I'm just uh, saying that the people that actually are putting in the effort. I think so. Are they, I mean, are I, they having these type of arguments? Told to me by I don't want to like name the names, but there are people who are like who are not that famous, but who are involved in the actual merging of code into Bitcoin Core mm -hmm. on GitHub. And those people told me they're like, well, you know, in order for something to a, a change to make it into Bitcoin of any kind, it has to be like popular and so there, there can't be people that's complaining true. about it on twitter so there that that's doesn't true. that just then that's like a direct quote and that i think basically obliterates your argument you know no because opinion. because i think the um i think the whole jeremy rubin episode um is a good example of this yeah, where so do I. Um, yes, but I think there will be a redemption arc after this. So, yeah, but isn't I mean, in a way, you're... isn't the redemption arc is its own indictment in a way? Because the redemption arc is, if anything, it will lead to a period of people being stupid in the opposite direction, where they'll say, we don't yes, want to... But I appreciate that this is the reality of the thing. This yeah. is also this is also the reason why people say is that you, you shouldn't champion your own proposal. You should, yeah. there should be I think somebody I else agree that picks that up 300 is too tied to me, and I wish yeah. it weren't. But, uh, but at the same time, I feel compelled. If someone asks a question and I have an option between, I could give what I think is the absolute best, shortest, most memorable answer or someone else can just ramble on what they think the answer is that may be wrong, then I will answer, try to answer the question. And that's what other people do. And I try to, I try well, to make it not about me. Well, I make, I make, I write the BIP text. I write the software and that is, that stands on its own. And I but, make a Paul, site and I make videos and things. So I try not to yes. make it about me, but, uh, yes, but th that's all, that's, 
but then when you make a two-hour video on uh, on the topic, and then fifty percent of uh, the content is you complaining about the fact that nobody seems to understand that they 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 don't put in the effort in understanding and that kind of stuff, which is which is then subsequently tying it to yourself again. I don't think right. that's the case because what like, I'm I don't trying to be an I don't want to be an asshole with the with the self pity thing, but I do think it it is a factor, and it's, it's like think... no, but it's not it's not a uh, it's not appealing, right? It's just not appealing. A, a self pity Paul Stork complaining <laughs> about nobody nobody seems to understand, and I'm so smart is just is <clears throat> not appealing to the masses. I can understand that, so it, but I but you have to look at it again from my point of view. I'm I'm trying to explain it to those few people who will get it. I'm saying, listen. You heard me. You may have heard on Twitter, Jorge Timon say that this idea isn't good. But what I'm telling you is, Jorge Timon admits on this tweet that he has not read the BIP and he doesn't know the difference between 300 and 301. And same with John Carvalho. He asked me right before we went on stage at Baltic Honey Badger. He's like, "Which one is 300? Which one's 301 again?" And I'm kind of like, "Well, you know, like uh, you deserve to be told the truth." So. I think may maybe there is a redemption arc for for uh, uh, for the drive chains as well, but that's after you after somebody else picks it picked it up. And I mean, maybe we're slowly getting into that situation. I do think we're getting into that situation in regards to CTV, where because because Jeremy stepped stepped back from it pretty clearly, and then not long after somebody else came up with like, okay, maybe we can do the op fault thing, and then in the op fault discussion people got back to well maybe we can just do ctv then because that's the conclusion of the discussion that's going on here but then it's not I mean, going to happen anyway like no one cares about upvote the masses on twitter uh, if you bring no though no, it's if you bring up it's going to be it, it's going it's not going to be upvote it's going to be it's probably going to be ctv or something something they went, like they it. went upvote I, uh, plus ctv no i completely agree with you that probably my efforts to promote the BIP is seen as like a tug of war. It's like with a dog as a toy and you try to grab the yes. toy out and now the dog really wants the toy. They're not giving it back. And uh, so I think that you're right that Jeremy Rubin, he stepped back from it and made it more neutral. But what you're wrong about is that that is a good thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about if it... It's not an. It's not an it odd. It's an your, is. Uh, affects your Bitcoin investment negatively, and also. Yes, but it's not an. It's not an odd. It's an is, Paul. Yeah. It's like th that's the nature. That's the nature of the world. Um, well, I mean, what you're saying is I should manipulate people by reverse psychologying, sort of, and sort of stepping away from the idea. Some of it is not even like my thing. Like in some sense, I get sometimes, often, I'll get invited. Like I was just invited to TabConf, like to speak about drive chain i get the invite specifically so it's not <laughs> so yeah i mean but i understand i think i understand what you're and saying and i'm not Can and the point the point the is not way, that the though? efforts are in vain the, it's a, it's it's it, your your uh, your screaming at the clouds is a pre-required phase right of exactly going through all the motions that's what yes. that's kind of what i'm saying also which is you that you might have stretched you might have stretched the screaming at the cloud phase a bit long yeah well, maybe I think we need but, but at the same time i'm not work. sure about I'm not sure about that because it does strike me that even the big supporters often don't understand like parts of the idea, even though I like, you know, and then the BIP, you know, the, I tinker with it or over time. That's part of it is I've been talking about this idea for a long time. Excuse me. But if you, um, 
if you actually look at like, uh, I do a lot of other stuff that's unrelated to drive chain and the drive chain stuff is like me slowly tinkering with it, tinkering, tinkering. And actually the BIP gets, is like edited like once a year and stuff. There are changes actually. So that's like the dirty little secret is actually I'm, I'm kind of perfecting it uh, as I go. Although I'm pretty sure it's now, there's no way, I don't think there's anything about it that could be perfected. A lot of stuff you just don't know until you do all the code. You don't know all the details, you know? But I think now we have the details and we have like the final ver. So that's part of it as well, which is that on one hand I say, well, if people had had the correct reaction to this idea back in 2015, all this other stuff would not have happened, just FYI. All this other stuff that was very bad for Bitcoin. Terrible. It was not good for Bitcoin to have the scaling war, even though the correct side won. It was not good. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. A lot that's... of people say that it's the best thing we ever did was get rid of the large block. What... I do not agree with that at all. I think that's a complete mistake. First of all, we want more, more people is better. Network effects are the norm. Growth is good. Uh, tolerance and mutual respect is good. The... This, the war forced everyone into their ridiculously stupid talking points, which included the whole lightning messiah situation that we, that's has been a setback ever since we've been trapped in this world, this silly world. And we can't, a world where people can't even say true things that they believe. So good luck making that a success. It's the biggest recipe for failure there is. And a world where people are afraid of being, like cast out and sort of humiliated. So they can't even say, if someone invents something interesting, whatever, like Kanzero uh, wanted to do like webcash or something. He like waited for months and months and months. He was worried that people would like have a negative reaction to it. Jeremy Rubin, someone who wants to, the whole idea that like people would leave is a mistake, that we would kick people out is a mistake. We should be growing the tent until we're at least 50% of the wealth of the planet. Uh, it should be just big tent because we, we have to win. It's a network effect game. A lot of people, it's much more popular to just say those people come crawling back. Bitcoin success is inevitable. Descriptor wallets are great. Let's have 40 new addresses. Yes, but I think they're the, the batch 32 M batch 32 N batch 32, <laughs> batch 35, batch 307. <laughs> Dash I I they, dash Omega. I think final they're underscore so final two. They're, they're I, I, to some sense. I think they're both right, right? In the sense that you, there is this abstract. So you have this notion of Bitcoin as this abstract force of game theory and incentives, and then like magically uh, developing its way to to be like the be all end all. And uh, the other the other perspective is like, no, it's actual people, right, and, and doing things and. Um, I think they're both true and I'm not, so in that sense, I'm not really that, um, uh, I'm not that upset by a Jeremy Rubin leaving, right? Even though I'm very much aware of the specific individuals actually writing the code, right. And knowing like, okay, it's not that many people. And it's like, you, you can't have. You, you can have one Jeremy Rubin doing this, but, you know, if you get five, then it's, mm, oh, that's that's rough, right? That's five is a lot. And then hopefully not more than five, because if it starts to get to 10, uh, 10 significant people, yeah, okay, then you, then pe things can die. I'm, I'm not, I'm not arguing significant this. People leaving. That... I mean, well, what about like, so what about the fact that darknet markets are now, many of them are Monero only? 
I mean, that to me, that counts as more than 10 right off the bat. Because that was the whole, that was the whole, that was the beginning of Bitcoin. There was no, before the darknet markets, there was no Bitcoin. It was just a piece of software that did nothing. But then it became real. Yes. But I'm, I... really became money. It was like you go to a laundromat and it only takes quarters. You go to this darknet market, it only takes Bitcoin. And you're like, wow, I need to get some Bitcoin now. Yes, but it also it, it also gives me a uh, oh that was one of my topics actually, um, uh, my only topic. It does gives it, it does give me a uh, uh, a VPN for an hour, right? VPN is good. That's few, also good. I like that. I pay I pay a few I pay I a few satoshis and I get a get a get a VPN. I like that. So I'm not I'm not really I, too concerned with particular industries. Well, or, what if we lost the VPN uh, industry? So you're hinging the argument. Uh, you're saying the argument is independent on losing people. I mean, you're saying maybe if we lose five, but I'm saying that's that's one. We, this is the canary in the coal mine, basically. But the fact that we would lose people, even like Vitalik in a way, but you know, someone like Roger Veer, the fact that you'd lose someone like that, doesn't really make any sense. The fact that you'd have these people, uh, even people like Brian uh, Brian Armstrong, you know, he is, I think, just terrible, like ability but to Paul, like, pick. What the re there's about. also a the re part of the reason why. Okay. Part of the reason why people leave Bitcoin is also because they bump their own head into they bump their head into Bitcoin precisely because Bitcoin is not a uh, uh, is not built to solve a particular problem. Bitcoin is just a thing. Yes, it's, it's a and social we're, thing we're, we're, where it's a group. We're thing. figuring out what the thing is and where it fits. Right. Uh, that's that's well, what we're doing for a group. It's like a language. So uh, it's something shared by a group of people. And if, yeah, if you think, okay, the group wants this, you can't just unilaterally assert that that's the truth. So I agree with you about that. No, but there is, there is also like, an, but there's also there's the problem of the technically form. there's, there's, there are some technical inherent aspects to the thing that also makes it very hard for if it, the, the Bitcoin Roger fear promoted was not real, right? It wasn't real. Bitcoin wasn't. It's it, didn't, it, it, technically, it didn't exist yet. Technically, technically, Bitcoin isn't instant. The tra transactions that you're doing are not instant. Well, I mean, you have uh, to wait for a confirmation, and then technically, you have to wait for a couple of confirmations. <laughs> what you say is, well, I, I mean, the same really that people that. do. I mean, if you... Some people say like, "Oh, the market will decide." You you don't you don't have to say yeah, anything. I don't like that. You don't have to do anything. You just yeah. wait for the market to decide. Like that's that's yeah, what and you're that's people say like they say, "Well, we'll just we'll do whatever the laws of physics say that we'll do," and it's like, "Well, we're doing that no matter what." <laughs> like that's already happening. So like it's like a non-answer. But I mean, the thing about finality is that actually uh, Bitcoin the zero conf is more final than like a credit card transaction. Right, because it's reverse thirty days. Yeah, and my answer is there is no finality in Bitcoin, and that's the point. Well, there's no finality in there ever because no there is no in, finality in of any kind. There's no certainty of any kind in the real world. There's no permanent right. certainty. You could always right. you could always be like right. You could always wake up tomorrow and you could be like, wow, that was a dream. I dreamed that I was a human. On Earth. Okay, so that's that. I'm I'm not going. I'm not going that far. Um, uh, I would say that in 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 uh, the but you see this is an attempt uh, by you administrative to in every to there is the no principle of the question which is how confident is the merchant that they have money
which is in the credit card yes, case, the point actually of, less. Yes, that's less. Yes, that's the point of the system. The point of the system. The point of Bitcoin is, is superior to, to credit card in that in that dimension. So in that sense, they were instant. In depending on the context, I mean, yes, if, if it if, always if, depends, but everything always depends on the context. Yes. So, but it doesn't. So if you are the only dude doing the zero conf, and then then yeah, yes, but then if it if if it only hinges on uh, uh, Peter Todd putting in a button or not, right? Then to do the uh, uh, to do a rebroadcast is that the only thing it hinges on? I don't think so because then Peter Todd no, has but, to give the software out there, and people have to decide ethically to use it. You know, people have to decide. Like in, in certain yeah, but cases, that's what happened. In certain cases, the like if you're buying something on Amazon and use zero conf, they'll just take it as you canceling the order. So there's no problem there. And if you buy something in a store where your face is on their camera or your your license plate is, you know, they have security camera footage of you buying coffee and then zero confing, zero conf finny attacking. The transaction <laughs> out, as used to be what it was called back in the day. And um, then they know who you are. You can be arrested for shoplifting or whatever. Or they just decide they, they don't care. Since they're the merchant, they're the ones who should care. You know, like I'm sure Target, Walmart, et cetera, they have certain numbers that they consider reasonable for like okay, breakage. Okay, Paul. Is this Paul, really like okay. some weird kind of thing? Like this is, a, are these no, we're getting baited. we're getting baited into bullshit because was, when, when, when Roger Ver was doing was doing this was he saying bitcoin is bitcoin is free bitcoin is instant well okay it was he saying bitcoin is instant or was he saying well there is this like this risk spectrum that you can be on and uh you can figure out yourself in this new nuanced spectrum of whether or not people will zero uh, or, or replace by fee or zero comp transactions or not no that's not what he said let me give you an answer to that question it may take a couple sentences but in, whenever anyone says anything, they have to keep in mind. You know, like you remember Lord of the Rings. We're going from Warcraft three to Lord. Of the, remember the Ents? The Ents. They could. They, it took them all day to say their name or whatever, and it took them like all, all like three days to say hello. Yeah, hello. Yeah. So you can always be more Good clear. Morning, I think, even. You can always be more and more clear. You could say, "I'm going to give you a whole PhD dissertation." Whenever you tell anyone anything. And always, whenever, no matter what you do, no matter, you could be the greatest communicator in the world and you could have the best audience in the world. You could have the best luck in the world. Everything we say is a mere approximation of the truth because the truth is that we live in this giant reality multiverse that is billions of light years across. That was the only part that we can see, which is an utterly minuscule percentage of the entire thing. Not to mention all the multiverses that are parallel and including all the stuff that we haven't discovered yet. So... The, the real truth is like always some unutterable thing. And no matter whatever you say, you're always just doing an approximation of it. So from a certain perspective, Roger Veer may be comparing like wire transfers, credit cards that can be reversed 30 or even 90 days later, uh, money order, uh, Western Union, <clears throat> um, whatever was big at the time. I don't even really remember. But that stuff was not instant. And if you send a Bitcoin transaction, it really, the zero conf part, it really did show up instantly. And it did have more finality than most of like. Yes, in, in that. So, so he's just aside, saying, aside, I have to, I have to aside from your starting platitude, 
I start from uh, uh, aside from your starting. Saying, I'm going to give it one. I'm going to give it one sentence, and I only have a couple words to hit the big differences between this and a yes, wire. Yes, and the sentence is a lie. So, and but the sentence is every actually sentence a lie. The moment every, people start to use no, it, no, it's not though, because every sentence is a lie. And if you're going to say that, then there's no point in saying that. The, there's no difference between someone saying, "I didn't kill." The fact that I, I never the fact that, that the that lady that I actually did kill, and versus something Paul, where they just say, Paul, "You look great that, in that dress." To you, there's Paul, no the fact that. <laughs> The fact that blocks would eventually fill and that you it's not a matter of 10 minutes. It's a matter of, well, you may, whatever Roger you may have been describing it. I, as far as I know, I mean, I think he was saying those such things in like 2012, 2013 or whatever. So that was, yeah, and that, that but was he before, could have reasoned about it. That was before the, well, but I think again, like if you're just trying to give people, you're trying to, everyone knows that something could get worse later. But he's saying today this is free. So he wants to get he wants people to get involved, you know, today. He's saying this yeah. today. And yeah, of course, for whatever this, for whatever motivation and it, not, it I don't fucked think up the, the, the expectations. No, I don't think that this is an accurate telling of what actually happened. Because in the world of business, like Roger Veer is an entrepreneur, you know that anything could always change the next day. You could be you could have great success with radio advertising and then Facebook could be invented or whatever, television can be invented. Anything anything could always happen next year. So there is no no one is planning more than 18 months out in the world of business. But he's saying this is free right now. Might be great. No one plans to really run their business forever. There's only a few cases, whatever, Walmart, General Electric or something, where people plan, they actually plan to run the business forever. So this is not the idea that you, you're obligated to but that's someone not, so, this, this social contract with them that is going to last for the next two thousand years is not yes, true. but that that is actually what Bitcoin is, but if you ask me. I, but but that's why I'm t I'm telling you it's that's only the case if Bitcoin if it's because the network effects are, make that f quite fraught because you see that if if something else is better and people go to that, then Bitcoin will go to zero and then it will not have finality because it'll have no proof of work because it'll have no block. Okay, let me, let me, purchasing let, power let me ask you this. will fall to zero and it will then not have question. this property of being, of, of, have, of any of the properties that you say it has today. Yes, if, if Bitcoin's dead, then it's right. dead. Okay, so was it, was it worth Can the effort if Bitcoin dies? Can you guarantee you know, that it won't die it for 2,000 years? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, no. Right, that's of course not. not. The point. Right, but that's what you just said. Um, Roger Vera had to do in a way. No, it's like you have to. That's his. That's his version. Of... There is, there's a difference between starting building a cathedral or setting up a tent. I agree. Right? That, that's from an engineering point. point of view. You are obligated, in some sense, to do all these back of the envelope calculations and decide is this a reasonable course yeah. of action. But that again, well, he's you know uh, he. Like he really just believed that it would work fine with because. Oh, I agree. I think I think I, I like I already said. I don't think there was any. He, he wasn't disingenuous or anything. Um, oh, you said he lied. Let, let me let me ask you let me ask you this question. Um, if Bitcoin dies in let's say twenty years, was it worth it? Well, that depends on exactly what happened. Like, did we can we hard fork the UTXO set into the thing that won? If so, then it was clearly worth it. If no, then uh, okay. Yeah, so, so no, so no, 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 no. Everything. So the, all the distribution, the everything. Gone. All the owners are everything dead. gone. Yes. Did we? We must have learned something along the way that was like useful. Like did, we must have learned why I died. You'd I hope. Would still say yes. You, you'd hope. <laughs> but 
but so you, you'd hope and, and, and it would hinge on that right? right yeah but okay um but that would be my point right and in in if, if if it all hinges on well maybe there is some derivative lesson to be learned here from the from did we learn that it was all because thing? it was all because constant <laughs> didn't endorse bit 300 one month <laughs> earlier that was the it that was the moment <laughs> Well, this is probably some some great Terminator movie Maybe. being made on yes. the on, go on back this. in time and make a Twitter <laughs> account <laughs> to help push <laughs> Bip three hundred over the line. Fia Jeffery is still alive. I was in the bathroom, but I just came back. <laughs> Thank you. Do we, do you have more details? I think we should yeah, stop Fia, this. What's up? Did you did you pee in the shower? No, I, I didn't take <laughs> <Okay>. the shower. <laughs> Okay, great. No, I had a, I had, I had one, I had one no, thing. We, we um, must do another show is... in which you don't talk about these very boring topics. And <laughs> I agree, they are very boring. They're, they're, they're rehashes of rehashes of rehashes of stuff that have been has been discussed over <laughs> and over. Again. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Warcraft three campaign only. <laughs> also, I have to turn this thing off. I was considering just leaving and muting myself and letting you discuss about Roger Veer and whatever <laughs> <laughs> forever but no and I still have a no, question no no I think I, I have to go I have to go okay so I will I will leave and mute myself okay. is no fear Jeff just wait just wait five seconds is eight cents for a chat GPT prompt too much or what or, that's are they are they going to pay you to read what the bot says do you think do you think do you think paying eight cents for a chat GPT prompt is a good price? I do, yeah, personally, yes. I would pay eight cents. Depends on the prompt. I, I'm forced to read stuff on us because on us there are yeah, some people that run these bots that respond to everything that I say with chat GPT. And it's the most annoying thing in the world. Like I have I have like some school teacher telling me things every day for everything that I say. They came and explain the terms that I use to me. It's the most most annoying thing. I wouldn't pay for these. I wish they I paid that. me. I mean, obviously, the cheaper it is, the more you would use the thing. It's a basic supply and demand situation. So, like, the, what the price is, is sort of what the price is. Yeah, I think $0.08 cents is a bit too much because you, you want to be able to play around with the... You definitely with, want to be able to cross-examine it, like, a couple times and be like, that isn't right. Yeah. What, what are, why are you asking that? <laughs> yeah, so if you're if you're if you're you're if you're fucking around with the thing, right, then you, you want to have some leeway. You don't want it to be like five bucks. I mean, but eight cents. Did, I mean so. to get eight dollars you, you get like a hundred of those. So Yep. So it's like why, one, why one equals a hundred chat GPT. That seems okay to me. Okay. Well you can do it right now. There is uh, somebody made it. Uh yeah, plap plap chat chat dot plap plap chat. Pleb chat, something like that. You can. Pleb. It's basically a front. It's a front surface for they. They pay. You they pay you for the subscription, the and you can just. <laughs> well, I don't. But the the plebs seem to care a lot about themselves. Yes. So that's a very yeah. big price. I wouldn't pay that. Vanity pleb. That's my new wallet generator <laughs> service. I had I had a bunch of questions about prediction markets. Oh come on! Can we get to them? Come on, ask them. No, no, I won't ask them. I have. I really have to. But, oh, you need yeah. to go. All right. Oh, that's great. Well, 
I uh, held market. up my end of the bargain. We had Paul Storks on the show, so we never have to discuss drive chains anymore. The idea was that again. we wouldn't discuss drive chains, but you wanted, you wanted <laughs> so much, you wanted, you couldn't stop yourself. You could, you should talk about drive chain all the time. You want that, so you were not being. You're you're lying when you said you didn't want to talk about drive chain. You could have been more Brazilian and interrupted. I, I tried, but you too. You should talk too much. You, you you want to get your points across. So if I interrupt, you just start over. And Paul, <laughs> mostly Paul, you. I think Fiat Jeff yeah. and I need we need relation therapy. Do you want to be our therapist? Sure. I use the ChatGPT <laughs> to help me. <laughs> uh, my I, my fee is nine cents per. <laughs> <laughs> well, I found I found a Telegram bot that does ChatGPT stuff. For me, for free. Uh, there we go. And I don't know if it's I, I don't know if it's the real ChatGPT or what. I know that the answers are always wrong, so it must be ChatGPT. But is it three point five or four point I have no Let idea. Let me ask you this. this: I think this is an important question. Is it, isn't it getting much easier for you to tell that the thing is written by ChatGPT? Like before, I was like when they were like this writing a poem, write a poem. Someone like when uh, Mike in Space was like write a sea shanty about drive chain. I was like, this is amazing. But now I really feel like I can tell that something is by ChatGPT because it's just too sure, generic. Sure, but that's because you as a human are are very good at pattern recognition. And right. what you're interfacing with is a statistical pattern machine, right? So that's uh, so you're you're very you're very you're able to deduce the underlying uh, pattern or like the, the the weights of the yeah. It's like it's like a human being that only says school teacher like the lines. most generic thing. Yeah, like the most sanitized Hold thing. Or. But I don't know, you know. That, but I think that's all that's fascinating, of course. What, what about... But Fiat Jeff has to uh, go. All right, Fiat Jeff, have fun doing whatever it is you're doing that's not getting your prediction market questions answered. <laughs> Just ask your questions. Yeah, What's your number one? What's the number one question? No, no. They're too long. How to predict. <laughs> Asking for a friend. I, I'm, I'm... No, no. How do you How does Hive Mind learn what actually happened? I get that question all the time. I'm like, <laughs> it's kind of like I feel so bad, right? I feel so bad explain. right now. <laughs> People are like, can you just tell That's... me how it works? I'm like, I mean, I can try. It's like, <laughs> it take like five or six it's... minutes every time someone asks me that question. Fiat Jeff was really excited getting you in the show, and I feel like I robbed his his. Oh, just his come on, come on again. To interact with you. Have me on at some other time. You know. Constant, I'm sorry, constantly Fiat say Jeff. the same things. I didn't said, mean it Constant this way. says the same things in every show. Like it, when he's That's talking true. to me or whatever the other guest is, he always says the same thing. That's true. <laughs> it's like a chat GPT. I only have like one talking point. <laughs> And that's fuck the plebs and then uh and fuck the plebs and global state that's the only two things i saw <laughs> have you heard that blockchains don't scale okay they say how, how do we scale. end this do i have to click something or what oh i don't know yeah. play a warcraft game. you just you just you just have to say some kind of definitive word and then i'll cut the, the end 